It's the flashback sale at Mattress Firm. Right now, get up to $400 off throwback deals on beds. Plus, we're celebrating the year we were founded with a special price from 1986. A Sleepy's Queen mattress for just $169. Talk about a totally bodacious deal. But hurry in, these awesome blasts from the past savings won't last forever. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Out of participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe, eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Podcast One brings you the Tony Bruno Show, the podcast. Easy to work and you broadcast from room to room. Starring Tony Bruno with Miss Robin. You love the tasty array of snacks we have to offer. Now, here he is, the godfather of sports radio slash podcast. I hope that they could come here and race it together. Here's Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. It's the flashback sale at Mattress Firm. Right now, get up to $400 off throwback deals on beds. Plus, we're celebrating the year we were founded with a special price from 1986. A Sleepy's Queen mattress for just $169. Talk about a totally bodacious deal. But hurry in, these awesome blasts from the past savings won't last forever. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Out of participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. On an absolutely glorious, thirsty Thursday for the kids' day, we are live at Tony Luke's, the legendary Tony Luke's in South Philadelphia for the annual, for the kids' day. We're here every year, and it's a great event, and it's an absolutely gorgeous Thursday here in South Philadelphia, just a couple of blocks in the shadows of Lincoln Financial Field where the big game, Temple Notre Dame on Saturday night on ABC couple of days away we just saw the game day van on columbus boulevard so the game day espn van is here miss robin is here luigi curto is here the whole gang is here the marine corps is here marilyn russell's here everybody's here yes the bikers are here from abate and we'll talk to them who they do a great job with a big motorcycle thing on sunday and there's all kinds of great stuff going on but the, the number one reason we're here is obviously for the kids. And we were talking about this on our podcast last night with Luigi. This is his favorite charity, Tours for Tots. No doubt. The Marine Corps does it every year. They've been doing it forever. It's like 35 years, I think, the U.S. Marine Corps has been doing this. And now, of course, uh, you've got other organizations in, con- in conjunction with the Marine Corps are doing these pre-Tours for Tots events. Like today, you bring a toy here to Tony Luke's today. And you get a raffle ticket. You can win an amazing gift basket. There's a slew of prizes in there, Tony. So if you, get, if you bring an unwrapped toy between now and 2 o'clock, if you're listening to us live on Mixler.com slash Tony Bruno Show, and if you are, you can hear us, all you do is bring an unwrapped toy, you put it in the box, and then we'll say, of course, uh, oh, what's in the box? Toys are in the box. And we want more toys in the box. Unwrapped toys. Bring them here. You bring a toy. You know what you get, Luigi? What do you get, Tom? You get a free t-shirt 
But that's not all. But wait, there's more. You also get a free raffle ticket for each toy that you bring. Correct. And those raffle tickets then will pick out a winner at 2 o'clock to this unbelievable gift basket, which includes gift cards to the Hand and Stone Spa, cards to Xfinity Live, tickets to the 76ers home opener against the Utah Jazz, tickets to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra Show in December, one of the hottest tickets every year. Robin and I went there two years ago. I keep saying, I want to go see Trans-Siberian Orchestra. We finally went two years ago. It was amazing. They are amazing. And then um, Luigi's been trying to get tickets forever, so he's actually going to purchase a couple of these tickets because he's wanting... You better wanting, get it early, he, man. I know he says he can't it. go. Well, I'm going to buy tickets for the basket. If I win this thing, I'm giving the basket away. But you're Sands keeping the, the trans- tickets. <laughs> right. Sands tickets. Right. Well, it's a great, great... And tickets to the Jingle Ball. So it's a great, great gift basket, and it's being given away... If you have a raffle ticket, we have breaking news, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking Already? news. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the USA Today, if you saw two days ago, USA Today did a, a survey of the greatest mascots in sports. And guess who's number one on the list? This is a national one. This is not a local one. This isn't put together by homers. This is USA Today. It's not Mr. Met, it's not the, the chicken. It's the Philly Fanatic is the number one mascot in all of sports. Like there was ever a doubt, Tom. There was no doubt. No, never a doubt. This is an absolute stone-cold lock, and congratulations. The Philly Fanatic is here. Give me some love. Okay. Give me some love. He's the best showman in sports. Absolutely. And he's here. He, got the, he put the little Maloiks on the uh, Mets, too, for us last night. Yes, he did. He put the heebie-jeebies on the New York Mets, who are down two games to none in the World Series. And now hey, listen, if the Mets win the World Series, I'm not going to cry and say they shouldn't win. If they win, they'll, be, they'll play better. But now they're down two games to none after an unbelievable performance by Johnny Cueto in Game 2 last night. How great was Johnny Cueto? And they didn't even have their... They had the tarp on the bullpen in the eighth inning. Yeah, see That's that? how good this guy was. They didn't even get anybody up in their great bullpen. And Cueto went the distance, and the Kansas City Royals are up two games to none. And that wasn't even... They had two hits. The Mets had two hits. By the same hits. guy. Yeah, that uh, Nick... Uh, Lucas Duda. Lucas Duda. Duda. That's the only Duda. thing you heard last night. Duda, Duda, because he only had the two, only two hits for the Mets. But give the Royals credit, and they got the Jason DeGrom, and they really didn't need many runs the way they were playing. Obviously, they only needed one, and they go on and win the ball game. But game three, they hand the ball to, uh, to Thor. That's right. But Jason DeGrom was a guy, you know, obviously the Mets pitching staff was phenomenal in the NLCS against the Cubs. Yes. I mean, they shut them down and swept them. So you figure the Mets are going in on a high. But I said this before. The Royals have been there last year. Does that mean they're going to win in four games? No. But the one thing about sports is you see young teams ascend, like the Cubs, like the Astros. The Astros made it to the playoffs, which is surprising. Even though they were a good team, they weren't quite ready to go all the way because they don't know how to win in the postseason yet. No. But but they did they did do it uh, like you said Tony like naturally start to like to, uh, transcend up because or ascend up excuse me because the team was getting better yes. and they were ready to take the next step and they took the next step they're just not ready for that ultimate right. step the same yet. thing with the Cubs the yes. Cubs are great young they were team. surprised though they, I didn't think they were going to be this good this, this no early. and that's why when they got they win and they get to the postseason then there's that oh we haven't been there before our guys maybe aren't ready yet. And again, if young teams can go on and run the, and run the table, but it's, it's rare. So anyway, the Royals have been there. They went through this process yes. the last couple of years. Last year, they go to the World Series and lose. This year, they know what it's like to be in the World Series. Am I saying that the Mets were scared to be there? No. But it's obvious the Royals, they're not afraid of anybody. And, some, and on ESPN this morning, I saw there's the one site that's on there, 538 five, Sports, 
which is the uh, the site that breaks everything down. Nate Silver's on there, the guy that predicts the elections and has it all. He nails it all the time with statistics. He ha- he wrote this morning that the Kansas City Royals are the best contact hitting team of all time. And again, contact hitting, not power, just about putting the ball in play, hitting the ball when you need to hit the ball, whether it's advancing a runner, whether it's getting singles, whether it's hitting against the shift. They hit the baseball and move the runners and score runs, and they did that in game two as they go to New York now. Uh, the Mets do go home down two games to none. We got Temple and Notre Dame. We'll play back some of the Joe Theismann interview we had last night. We talked about a lot of things yeah, with Joe. Great. He was great. But we also talked about Temple, Notre Dame. Of course, Joe, I think he played at Notre Dame, did he not? I think he played there. Yeah, I think he almost won the Theismann Award the Theismann. Uh, there. The was- Heisman Trophy, which is why he changed his name yeah. to Theismann. We told you that story a million right. times. Joe Theismann's real name is Theismann. But when he was playing at Notre Dame, he was up for the Heisman Trophy. So the Notre Dame uh, athletic department, you know how they do all these campaigns at schools yeah. for vote for this guy? They actually changed Joe Theismann's name to Theismann, which rhymed with Heisman, hoping that he would win the Heisman Trophy. But his technical real name is Theismann. So, and he got robbed. Well, nah. Jim Plunkett was pretty good. Plunkett so. was pretty good. <laughs> Jim Plunkett was so It wasn't one that he got robbed. It's just I know. That he was in the running, but the whole Theismann, Theismann, Heisman thing is a pretty funny story. So Joe's going to, we'll play some of that back. Because Joe and I get into it about Temple Notre Dame. Yep. I mean, you know, my blog. Listen, I know that I know there's a lot of great Irish people here in Philadelphia who root for Notre Dame, even though they don't really follow Notre Dame sports. It's almost like, in fact, we were at a party over the weekend, and a bunch of good friends, our, our good buddy from Shoe Connection, right? He's, he pulls up his pant leg, and he's got a leprechaun on his leg. What? And then another guy at the party pulls up his pant leg, and he's got a four-leaf clover. So if you're Irish. You have to get a tattoo I have to a show that you're Irish. Four Robin's got a four-leaf clover. I do. Yes. I, I'm part of my Irish heritage. And so the, the pride of the Irish is legit. Listen, I'm not saying if you're Irish you shouldn't get a tattoo, but everybody who's Irish roots for Notre Dame. It's almost like you have to root for Notre Dame. They're the fighting Irish, right? So I don't have a problem with people rooting for Notre Dame because they're Irish. I have a problem with people rooting against Temple in Philadelphia because they're rooting for Notre Dame because they're Irish. And so we got into it with a woman at our, uh, at our, at our podcast a couple of weeks ago <laughs> over, at, <laughs> over at Moonshine Jesus, when I was talking Temple at 1. Remember, it was a Saturday afternoon. What do you mean? Why would you know her name? So I said, right. how about so, so a couple of fans who went to the Temple game walked by, and they came on the mic, and they lived in the neighborhood, and they went to the Temple blowout. Who did they blow out that day? They blew somebody out here. about Tulane? Uh, was it Tulane? Yeah, it was Tulane. They yeah. smoked Tulane. So the fans are coming back. They had Temple shirts on. I put a guy on, and he's all excited about Temple. And they were only like 4-0 at the time. Yeah, yep. actually, he was a, he's an up-and-coming comedian. He yes. was hysterical. He was funny. So we're talking. We're having fun. And this woman walking by on across the, street, the street. She was across the street. screaming at me. What do you mean Temple going to beat Notre Dame? Alcohol might have been Absolutely. involved. Might? might have been Alcohol might. has to be involved. <laughs> it's the only way. It's the only way to get your sports muscles built up. Now, she wasn't threatening me physically. She no, just was what she wanted, she wanted her husband to come over and threaten you physically. <laughs> and her husband and he, wanted he, nothing to do with any of this stuff. She's like, honey, come over. Come here. He's like, oh. oh yeah, this guy doesn't like Notre Dame. Forgive me like, for mistakes I made years ago. Right? <laughs> it was so funny. He's like over there going, I'm, I'm, I'm staying out of it. I'm, uh, no, sweetie, you're on your own. And so today I busted out my, I didn't go out and buy this now, by the way. I'm not one of these front runner fans who runs out and buys something when a team gets hot. Like a guy came by with Kansas City Royal gear. You know, and he's a Philly guy. Listen, you want to root for the Royals. 
people are buying Royals gear, right? Yeah. Just like anything. Anybody's hot, NBA, everybody goes out and gets LeBron gear. Now everybody's running out and getting Jaleel Okafor jerseys today because the guy had a great game in game one for the 76ers in the what we call reboot part three, the sequel to the sequel. As the six, the front page story is uh, rookie of the year, right? Rookie of the year, Jaleel Okafor. Didn't MCW win Rookie of the Year a couple of years ago? Yeah, but uh, you see Okafor play last night. He, he, he looks good. No, he's me. a beast. I hope this guy's a superstar. I'm a, I'm a four for four guy. I don't root against one team because I like another team better. I want to see the Sixers get better. The only thing that got me was is that he looked exhausted. He's 19 years old. How can he be exhausted? When I was 19 years he old, played I played 28 best. minutes in the NBA game where he was double team most of the time because the Celtics realized we got one guy to stop here, and it's this Jaleel Okafor kid because he was wearing them out. Okafor was 10 for 16. Here's the product. Six for six at the free throw line, yep. right? He 38 minutes, but he turned the ball over eight times. He had two blocks, seven rebounds, eight turnovers. But here's a rookie playing his first game in the NBA against a pretty good Boston team, right? Sure. And now the rest of the team turned it over 22 times. I think the turnovers would have been less if he was at home. You, you know, the first game jitters and you're on the road. I don't think it was jitters. I think the, I think the Celtics changed their philosophy. They went after him and double team. You watched... Watch the game in the highlights. He's double teamed. Brad, uh, uh, what's his name? Brad Stewart. Brad, uh, who's the Brad coach? Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens, the former coach, college coach, now coaching the Celtics in his second year. He said we had to make an adjustment. We had to double team Okafor because yeah. that's how much he was killing us. Because he's, you know, the thing about Okafor that's impressive, and Brad Brown said it afterwards, is that, yeah, he's a, he's a center. He's a post player, but he can drop back and, and, and drain the 14-footer too. Yeah. And that's what that's what does make this kid really, yeah, really, that, really good. He's got that nice little Carl Malone touch from a, away from the rim. Exactly. That's that's what's really good. It's it's not about the big man who just goes down there and makes a living in the paint. It's the guy who can stretch the floor for you a little bit and move out and hit that little mid range jumper. It's what you need. And so I'm hope I'm hopeful. The good news is the 76ers got another good draft pick. The bad news is they still lost by 17 because most of the rest of their team still stinks. And they only play with seven guys. I know. They only had seven active players on the roster that night. How the hell do you do that? That's well, set up to fail, man. But that, that's not going to happen. Everybody's got, they got a couple of guys banged up. Yeah, but so what? You bring a guy up, you, you sign a guy to a 10-day contract, you let him play. You don't go out there and send, and send your squad out there with seven people on the roster active. If a guy gets in foul trouble or fails out of the game, you're screwed. Well, the Celtics ran like 14 guys out there last night, even, even though they don't have 14 guys on their roster. I think it was everyone gets to take a shot night down at the, uh, at the exactly. Garden. Listen, I'm, I'm a Philly guy. I'm rooting for the Sixers. But the NBA still has them ranked as the worst team in basketball for the third straight year. Rightfully so. And hopefully Okafor and Noel play well together. You know, and if Embiid, obviously if Embiid were healthy and playing this year, this team would be really, really on the, or on the or verge of something really special. Yes, and we talked about that on the last show. And... My, my whole thought about this is now that you have a guy like Okafor who, on his first game, and again, everything you see on the floor, he looks like he can be a really nice player. You yep. have Noel. Let's let's start to build this thing now. Let's let's stop going into tank mode. Let's start putting this thing in gear and start moving forward. Let's start bringing some players in here. Let's start trying to compete. Let's not keep going further back. Let's bring Marilyn Russell here. She's a primetime performer. Good friend of the show. She's a PT. She's baby. at Ben FM every morning. You listen to her here in Philly. She's always been a great friend. She's always out at every event in Philly, doing charity stuff, right? She's involved with everything. She's great, and she's here also lending her support to the Toys for Tots and the Philly 
for the kids' day and cat day, too. Marilyn, how are you, darling? I'm great. I'm allergic to cats, so I opted in for the Toys for Tots event. Wait a minute. We have three cats, and you were celebrating cat day on your I, show today, I weren't you? It's great that Uber's taking kittens around to everybody. <laughs> Who doesn't want to, like, snuggle up with a kitten? But, yeah, I'm allergic. So I was like, Tony Lubes, Toys for Tots, Tony Bruno. Yeah, that's where I want to be. And don't forget the cat woman, Miss Robin. Miss Robin. Who was cat woman long before. Yes. Those uh, latex suits came out, and women became cat women for Halloween. I don't know what you would do without her, quite frankly. Jimmy I don't Bruno. either. I would retire. I'd be in the Bahamas somewhere if she weren't around. I got here early and watched wait, 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 her wait. set up this whole broadcast. Wait, did you see me setting up on my hands and knees and putting tape down, too? That's right. We did nothing, Tone. We did absolutely gonna, nothing. Robin wins this one. Sorry. Robin does a great job, but how many other hosts are out as their own roadies. Do you see? We're our own roadies. I'm, I'm on my knees putting tape down to make sure wires aren't tripping people over. I'm in here setting stuff up, breaking it down, true, running back true. to my car. I'm not looking for extra credit. I'm just saying, this is a team effort here, Marilyn. Oh. We're not like when you go out and you have 15 ground crew people setting stuff up for you. Don't We're tell, out here doing it ourselves. Don't tell everyone how spoiled rotten I am. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Please, that's my little secret. But no, giving back in the community, obviously the most important role, really, anytime you're broadcasting. I love that you're podcasting, and I love that I can find you on Podcast One. And what's the other place? Well, it's, uh, it's, it's iTunes, YouTube. We're on a YouTube channel. And then, of course, Mixler.com is when we are live. So people are listening to us live on Mixler. But that's a live-only app, so that's only available when we're on live. Cool. So you can't go back and listen to Mixler again, but then you can hear it on the podcast, which will be up later. Philly so, Fanatic climbing on a, on, a, on a marine jeep, and the oh, crowd's going wild. I think he has somebody in his sights. Don't Fanatic's got somebody in his crosshairs. Oh. He's trembling. He's trembling. He's about He's ready. He's feeling it. He's in the wind-up. He's got it bad, I'm Marilyn. get a lot of Philly Fanatic. He's making his move. Right oh, the Fanatic, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Is now putting a big wet one on Marilyn Russell. I think it's oh, wet. Now he's down. He's down. He's, he's, down. Down. he's, down. he's down. down for the count. Down goes the fanatic. Down go. Don't pull my wires out, mister. Listen, the fanatic just ate my leftover chicken. Tony Luke's, I know. Not good. I walk in, Nikki goes, hey, you brought an unwrapped toy. Here's a T-shirt. I said, put the T-shirt down and get me a cheesesteak. This is the best place ever. And while we only have two baseball teams still playing in the World Series, the Philly fanatic never has an offseason. Nope. He's out there. 365 yep. days a year, maybe 362 or and three. He's number one. The number one, one. rated mascot number in USA one. Today the other day. <laughs> Any and, sport. Any sport. Yeah, the greatest mascot in exactly. sports. Not just baseball. The, the greatest mascot in sports. Hey, he, strutting, he's strutting. He's damn right, he's got the strut going on. I'm bad. Right, I'm go bad. Go ahead and peacock your ass up and down here, You got this. I gotta got go back this. to work. Thanks for what you're doing for Toys for Tots. Thank you, Marilyn. Marilyn's going back to work. Look at the few of the proud, the Marines. They're amazing. We got the Marines in the house. We got the Philly fanatic. We got the pre-gaming for the Sunday ride. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. On Sunday, the big, the big abate 35th annual toy run. Sunday, this Sunday, November 1st at noon, Columbus Boulevard and Spring Garden Street. Got it. Hundreds of motorcyclists will will get together, start the big run there, and then it ends up at the at the Fillmore with an Allman Brothers cover band concert. No, no, Electric Factory. Electric oh, the Electric Factory. factory. Why does it say uh, this here? On the Fillmore A. Electric Factory. Electric Factory. Oh, live at the Fillmore is the band. Yeah. That's right. Hello. Well, it's good. Hello. And the Electric Factory it is, is the venue. All right, I, that's a. 
live at the Fillmore is the band, the Allman Brothers cover band. It's at the Electric Factory, right. the event, at 1245. I, I can straight. see where that was a little confusing. Yeah, though. because yeah, there's a new venue that, called right. the Fillmore in town, and that, it's a new concert venue, and they're obviously competitors. I'll but this you guys there, because I don't know, Jack, about sports, but I know about Allman Brothers. So well, who doesn't know about the You know what? I think if the weather's good, Tony might actually finally go out on the scooter and ride along. All yeah, right. can I bring my 175cc scooter in with all these big hogs, the Harleys, and all the other Indians and other great bikes? I think you need to do that. You've been saying that you were going to do it for years, and you have not done it yet. I don't know if the bikers will allow a scooter in the mix. I think you should just grow up here and get on the Harley, Tony. That's what I'm doing. You got it? You're going out on a Harley? Oh, Woo! beautiful. Now, my, my best friend, Buddy Arneo, has got a bike. You still have your bike, bud? You, you got two bikes. Two bikes. You know, there's only one thing better than two bikes, Robin. You know what that is? Oh, what's in the bike? No, not that. That's, uh, it's, uh... Two chicks at the same Thank time, you. man. Now, the Fanatics put his earphones on. They looking good, boy. But he can't talk, so I don't know how we're going to do this. That's all right. He's about to do an interview. He sat down and our guest. He a translator. <laughs> the man's made a living at being a mime. He can figure this out, all right? You ask the questions, he'll mime it out. I know, but it there doesn't really work so on the radio. So the fanatic is a Philly fanatic. He just <laughs> he sat down. He put the headsets on. He's at the mic, and he's ready to do an exclusive interview. He may, he may be like a Penn and Teller. You know, you he, know Teller? Yes. Who never speak. He may actually, for the first time ever, speak. Just like uh, Penn, Gillette, and Teller. Teller never talks. The fanatic, I believe, will speak for the first time. Can he squeeze? He needs a vessel. He needs a vessel to, to put his voice. Can you hit the you know mic? That thing. Get you know that what tongue. He needs? Wait a minute. I want to hear the. I want to hear. There, oh, yeah, there's, there's there's listen, listen. Why not? <laughs> there you have it, yes. ladies and gentlemen. The Philly fanatic has spoken. <laughs> oh, you know, if, you know, you know what, Kurt, Tony, and he slams down the yeah. mic. That's a mic drop and a headset right. drop at the same time. You know, if Kirk Cousins was here, he'd be asking people. You know what Kirk Cousins would say if he were here to see that? You like that? You like that? We like that. We like that. It's great stuff. <laughs> he was all, he slammed the mic down. He dropped the mic and the headsets. You know, people drop the mic all the time now when they do something epic. Kevin, when was the last time you saw somebody drop the mic and the headphones? That's oh, a great job. No, never, Did you, you never get that on the video? Oh, absolutely. That's a good job out of you. That was awesome, man. We got to post that. We will. The fanatic dropping the mic and the and first time ever speaking into a microphone. Is that the first time he's ever been heard live I think anywhere? So. Yes. I People think so. see him stick out his tongue. Yes. But they've never heard him stick out his tongue and hit the mic multiple times. And I believe that that there's code. He was speaking in code. You know, like the old Navajo code talk, or like Morse yeah. code, like. Morse code. Yeah, the Navajo. No, but they were code talkers back in the day. And but you they had actually figure... said something. They, they spoke in Navajo. They did? Yes. It wasn't. I don't know. It's all Greek to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you figure it all <laughs> exactly. out. Exactly. I mean, how the hell am I supposed it's to know what Greek to me. Just like if there are people out there, if there are people like in, the fanat in a fanatic's family, the Philly fanatic, yes. like his wife and other people who have been with the fanatic, I think if you listen to the tape and go back and slow it down and play it backwards, you could actually hear what he was actually saying. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. You follow me? It's just a little bit of a I wonder, I wonder what he could be saying. He was saying, well, one thing he was saying was that. Uh, you like that? You like that? Exactly. Uh, he also said something about a local Philadelphia sports talk show host, too, I think. I'm a nitwit. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's what he said, too. You guys leaving? All right, let's, let's, let's give it up to Buddy and, uh, and, his, and his friend. But I always forget her name. Ashley. 
KC. How can I forget KC? I'm sorry, KC. There was a guy. Are you a KC Royals fan? Are you a KC? You know KC McDonald. Have you ever had KC Masterpiece uh, barbecue, <laughs> barbecue sauce? sauce? Do you know KC and the Sunshine Band? Do you like them? Do you like them? <laughs> Here we go. You like that? You like that? <laughs> Button's wearing down already, man. I'm sorry. Thanks. I'm sorry, KC. What's wrong with me? That's what happens. Actually, we've Casey. done two podcasts in like less than 20 hours. That's what happens. Not huh? even 20 hours, like now 12 I, hours. With all the, you like that? You like? Should I whip out the uh, the remix that we did yesterday? We'll whip it out in a second. Just keep it uh, she un- keep it sheathed right now. Keep it sheathed. Keep it sheathed and keep it real and keep it raw. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, we got. Uh, I mentioned I saw the uh, game day college game day crew already in town. Not the guy, you know, like Lee Corso's no, not Corso, here yet. No. Uh, Chris Fowler's not here yet. I don't even think the headgear that uh, that Lee Corso Cho- is going to wear us, is yeah. here is here yet. But the Golden Dome in the Temple Alley. We saw we saw the big van, the uh, game day Home Depot van. And it has it, it tows another vehicle, so it's a big long van, and then it tows another vehicle behind it. Robin didn't get the sideway picture because we were moving, but it's like a full trailer, and it's all obviously uh, has stuff all over it, the, with the game day crew and all sure. the ESPN and Home Depot is the big sponsor. And then there's a trailer hitch, and there's another smaller trailer behind me. Right, it's over parked over by the uh, the, the pier. Yeah, right over there, by, exactly by the storage place down there. Meanwhile, we'll talk about it, and also. During today's podcast and live remote, we are waiting for the Tony Bruno blimp to fly over today. It was supposed to be here yesterday, but it, may, it got lost and went up to Bloomsburg. But the Tony Bruno blimp was supposed to arrive here today, and I guess the wind took it too far north of here. So we're going to try to inflate it and bring that baby back down. Yeah, normally it's a little deflated. Yeah, usually it's 10,000 feet up and you can't see it. But <laughs> we're going to bring it down here and put it up if you come by the next couple of hours, the official... It was an army blimp, but yes. now, we've, it, now that it's been wrecked, we're patching it up. We bought it in consignment. Damn right. We bought it at the Goodwill store. You pull it uh, yard. <laughs> exactly. We pulled it. We got we, you know, we, we got some duct tape, slap some baby on that. We're going to re-inflate it and put it up here in the parking lot. In fact, we got the Marines here who are going to straighten it out. I know, and I just, the Marines are going to straighten it, it out. What is it about men in, men in uniform, men and women in uniform? No, you're right. I mean, especially... Military uniforms. Well, yes. And then police uniform. We respect everybody, but obviously we respect our armed forces. And the Marine Corps has been so, involved in the Toys for Tots forever. We have a gentleman and here, here again today. We have a gentleman here who has a question about your blimp. Yes, sir. Now, are you looking for the Tony Bruno blimp that landed in Bloomsburg yesterday, unfortunately? Well, I, I heard you might be deflating it, so I thought you might have to check with the Patriots and. Oh! Brady can help with that, right? Yeah, Tom Brady would have automatically deflated it and prevented it from crashing because the blimp. If you didn't see the story, if you didn't see the story, you're not paying attention to pretty much anything that's going on in the world. So these these two gigantic blimps that are tethered, which means they're supposed to be permanently mounted, right? So they're just on 10,000-foot cables. Two blimps, they're 10,000 feet over the Aberdeen Proving Grounds, which were supposed to monitor potential attacks on Washington, D.C., right? And they were supposed to have cruise missile, they're supposed to see if any kind of cruise missiles are coming or anything that's going to attack Washington, D.C. Right. It's not manned. They were just two blimps that had radar technology that would be able to detect things. So they weren't flying around like the Goodyear blimp or any of the direct TV blimp. They just they were tethered, meaning they were held down by cables that weren't supposed to break in, into winds even as high as 100 miles an hour. One of them became untethered and then obviously in the, in, up in the atmosphere starts heading where the wind was going, which was north. So it came from Aberdeen, Maryland, over Pennsylvania, and finally crash-landed 
in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania, in the middle of nowhere, but it took down power lines, and about 18,000 people were without power, and they've gotten that straightened out. But the weird thing is, is that this blimp, these balloons, are supposed to have an automatic deflating system locked in. Right. That if something like this were to happen, it were to get away, they could deflate it, and so it would safely come to the ground without hurting anybody. But they couldn't deflate it, and they didn't want to shoot it down. They sent fighter jets up, but they didn't want to shoot it down because it could have been a disaster. So it finally landed, and then we got it. We now have the blimp, and we're going to redo it and put the Tony Bruno logo on the side and just tether it over the dockside condominiums on, on the river. Yeah, it's it's going to be me running underneath with a string like a kite. Exactly. <laughs> 100 miles an hour trying to fly. Well, I'm to have to get a little more helium and exactly. then fill it up every couple the of weeks. The funny thing is that, uh, and you mentioned this on the, on the last show, Tony, is that with the, with the blimp, the only way to deflate it was by pushing a button, and the button didn't work. Exactly. <laughs> so, Hard to believe that something that the government put together doesn't work. You couldn't get like 30, 40 little kids with BB guns out there just, just firing at it randomly. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've got to thank our Marines who are out here at Tony Luke's, too, for our big uh, For the Kids Day, the annual event. And, of course, uh, Sunday, the big motorcycle ride down there to uh, the electric factory and the concert. Admission is free to this concert, too, on Sunday if you bring a toy. So you don't, you can, if you don't have a chance to bring a toy here, just remember Sunday... You know, it's a bye week for the Eagles. Uh, football doesn't start till the afternoon. And so you got the event that starts down there at noon. So high noon on Sunday. All the motorcycles will get together. And then, of course, you bring a toy, and you head over to the electric factory at 1245, and you get the free concert with the Live at the Fillmore Band, which is an Allman Brothers cover band, admission-free if you bring a toy donation. So that's a, great, that's a great Sunday coming up. Big weekend, too. Halloween, right? Love Halloween. You got Halloween. You got Temple Notre Dame Saturday night. Yep. And then you got the toy. Then you've got the big uh, Toys for Tots I also, run on Sunday. For people that couldn't be here today at Tony Luke's from 12 to 2 and people that can't make the concert, I did tweet out the link for Toys for Tots to donate there straight through the website. And let me give it up to our great Marines who are here. I, I believe many of them were here last year. Yes, they were. Correct. I think Sergeant uh, Holly Pizek was here last yeah, year, she was right? Here last she, was. she was here she was last here. year. Yep. I remember Staff Sergeant Paul Huerta was here last year. Now, were the other guys were all here? Or no, or no? You weren't here. I know this guy wasn't here. No. Are you Corporal Patrick? Uh, is Patrick it? Kelty. Kelty. Now, you weren't here last year, but obviously another great Marine. And he's a corporal. And, and then, of course, we have gunnery sergeant. Sergeant John Luis is the coordinator for the Toys for Tots. Sergeant John Luis, who's the coordinator. He's a Marine, of course. He's a sergeant. And then, We're of course, we here. have gunnery sergeant David Champion here as well with the Marine Corps. So let's give it up to all our great men and women of the U.S. Marines. Semper Fi. Hoorah! Hey, man, they keep us safe so the little boys and girls and not can play with the Not hoorah, it's hoorah. And the birthplace of the Marines right here in Philadelphia, as you well know. And not who were. You know where the Marines were born? Where the, where, the, where the actual birthplace of the U.S. Marine Corps is? It's not there anymore. It was an actual tavern in Center City, Philadelphia. Did no. you know that? You I mean, did not know that? No, I don't know the name of the tavern, no. What was the name of the tavern? I Let's don't Let's see know. if you know this. I, I just told you I don't. Oh, man, that's an embarrassment, man. It's not an embarrassment. I just I don't know. There's a lot of things in this world I don't know. Why don't you teach me in school? I will teach you. You should learn this in history. You live in this city. The Tun Tavern, which is not even there anymore, but there's a placard where the Tun Tavern once stood down there in Old City, okay. right near where we live. Well, you don't live there, but we live there. And if you walk around in the historic area, you'll actually see the Tun Tavern, the placard in front of most of the historical places that here once stood so-and-so's okay. house. Right. But the Tun Tavern is no longer there. But that's where the Marine Corps was born in this city. I think 245 years ago. I'm trying to remember the actual date. Do we know? 240. I was close. I was within five years. 
but I went over, so I don't get into the showcase showdown. No, but you do get to get yes. a prize from the second show. I get this. <laughs> now, this gentleman here is very angry at me now, one of the guys from a bait, because I messed up the location, which I didn't mess up the location, because there is a new Fillmore, and, I, you know, obviously they're not involved, and it's a new venue. But the electric factory, I went to the electric factory in, in 1969. Before That's how long was it's been around. Before there even was electric. I saw, I told you, I saw Elton John at the original electric factory when nobody knew who Elton John was in 1969. Before he was eccentric? No, this, was, this is when people still thought he was straight. That's what I'm saying. And he, was just, he was just eccentric. It doesn't matter. He, just, he was great. And he, he only just had, had a great sense of fashion. He only had exactly. one hit song out at that time. You know what it was? Your song. Remember your song? Here it's in the States. It's a little bit fun. Yeah. How much of his hair was actually his at that point? I think he had hair back then. He still had some? I had I hair back he... then, too. I mean, most of us had hair back then. <laughs> but I didn't go hair piece like he did. And he's got a bad hair piece. I'm That's sorry, Terrible. Elton. Sir Elton, I mean, you got a gazillion dollars. You got to get a better rug, bro. I know. Can somebody hook him up, man? Bro, seriously. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You should not have a walk around looking like that. Exactly. It looks like a monk, a monk with a shape up. That's what he looks like. Hey, but you know what? The guy's still one of the all-time all-timers, man. Yeah, he is yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. You're not an Elton John fan? Yeah. Oh, Luigi Curcho, ladies and gentlemen. Let me give you one of these, bro. Why, Why do I have to fall in line? You don't have to fall in line. You don't have to go through uh, any kind of basic training. He's you don't not, have to do what the Marines do to get ready not, to become Marines. He's not anywhere near my top. Nev Are you kidding me? Nowhere near it. He doesn't even sniff this. I'm top. not talking about your, your personal taste. I'm talking about all-time greats in the music, in the history of music. Yeah, in the no, history he, he's of, nowhere near the top. Are you kidding me? No. Robin, will you set him straight, please? I, you are wrong. Sir Elton so Elton John, John is, is better than Chuck Berry. We're not saying better than. We're talking yeah. about like iconic figures in the history yeah, of music. he's iconic, but he's not. Oh, he's more iconic Rushmore. than Chuck Berry. Hell Chuck no. Berry's a Philly guy, and I love him. But you can't put Chuck Berry ahead of Elton John. Sure you can. No, you can't. Chuck Berry spawned more musicians and more music than anybody else. Are you kidding me? Chuck Berry's the reason for Elvis, the Beach Boys, for uh, uh, tons of people. The there Rolling are a lot Stones. of people who Elvis me? grew up listening to. It wasn't just Chuck. Chuck Berry's a legend, too. But you, you, you know, if you're gonna, so the problem with doing lists and trying to make your own personal uh, evaluations is what do you base it on? I don't Personal think, listen, like, dislike? What I, do you base Elton it on? John, no, Elton John is one of the greats. That's all I said. Yeah, but I'm just saying he's not the icon. Is what I'm I didn't say he was the. Right. Okay. Uh, well, here's your homework assignment over the weekend, Luis. Go ahead. You come up with a top ten list of the all-time greatest. Uh, no, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. Because you can, you can base it on number one hits. You can base it on no, I don't. personal taste. I'm talking about top ten most iconic entertainers in musical history. Individuals or groups. Okay. Because obviously there's a lot of groups there. I mean, the Beatles have to be up there, even though a lot of people don't like the Beatles' music. Overrated. The Beatles were influential in the, in the 60s to start the sure. British invasion with the Stones. I mean, the, the, the British invasion in the 60s really kick-started music, and there was great music already. Sure. But the 60s, the, the British invasion came along. Then you have all the pop music. Then you have the teeny bop stuff. All that stuff, when you already had rock and roll, you already had R&B. So that was the explosion of all different types of genres of music all at the same time. And to me... There was great music in the 50s as far as rock and roll era music. The 50s might have been one of my favorite the times. The 50s had a lot of great It was one of my favorite times. Me too. And I lived, and I was a young kid in the 50s, so I lived growing up listening to the doo-wops and the, and the 50s songs and the Chuck Berry's and the Johnny Lee, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis's and all that rock and roll. But then you get into the 60s, and you get the British Invasion... You get the you get all these pop teeny bop groups. You get bubble gum. You get the folk rock. See, I think going. that there's a difference between 
musical influence and how they influenced music as a whole versus amazing singers that had... Oh, of course. Like, you got to talk about the, what the mark they left on music, see, period. You put it this way. like For me, my, my, my favorite singer is... It's kind of like a tall... I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm an Elvis fan, okay? And I also, you know, I, I love Sinatra and things like that. But, my, but the best singer, I think, of all time is Freddie Mercury. I don't think anybody Voice could, wise you, yeah, you, yeah, there's, there's no, you nobody debate. better. There's nobody better. So to me, I, I put Freddie Mercury above them all, but he's not my favorite singer, but he's the most talented singer, I think, hands down, to ever live. There are those who think Roy Orbison was the, there are p- people who, like Elvis and those other guys, who all say that Roy Orbison had the greatest singing voice they ever heard. Does that mean Roy Orbison's the greatest of all time? No, a lot of people, I think Roy Orbison, to me, had the most amazing ability to have that voice. And I saw him live at the Valley Forge Music Fair right before he died. And you and were I'm, lucky. And I'm you sitting lucky. there, and I'm watching this guy, and he doesn't even move. Yet he opens his mouth, he plays his guitar, and that voice comes out. And it's like the most amazing phenomenon to watch this guy sing and the, la- and the amount of effort that he has to put into it, which is virtually none. That's how talented he is. That's how good. He doesn't have to scream. It's just a voice that came out, like from the heavens, like there was something inside of him. And he, all he would have to do was open his mouth, and it came out. Seriously, there are very few entertainers that I watched where I sat there in awe and said, Wow. Roy Arbison was one of those guys. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of great iconic entertainers that we all like personally, whether you like the music genre, they're country singers. They're... So, to me, when you, when you talk about all-time greats, you have to determine the criteria that well, determines that's what I'm the saying. all-time like, I res- And I respect every single one. I respect everyone who's ever came before me, who's ever done something that I can't do. Okay? You especially, mean like me? Especially you. <laughs> so, I hope I came yeah, before you. Yeah, you well, and, with Robin, and, I think, and I know I came before Robin, <laughs> so to speak, in, in, in more ways than one. I, I let you take that you. one. Thank you. But I'm Sorry, it's a, I know it's a family. I'll just show. say I, re- I, I respect them. I respect them all. I just don't have to. I don't have to put them in the same echelon as everyone else does. I don't. That's Elton John stinks. I'm sorry I brought it up. Now, Nathaniel, like crocodiles suck. Our fantastic video producer, Nathaniel Dotson, who couldn't be here today, is checking in. He said, "Captain Beefheart." was allegedly super influential, but his stuff is like nails on a chalkboard. Who the heck is Captain Beefheart? You don't know Be- Captain Beefheart? I'm sorry, I don't. Again, there were so many entertainers. You know Captain Beefheart? Wait, let's bring him up. What, now, obviously, we're talking about the big uh, the, the motorcycle participation, Abate, A-B-A-T-E. They're one of the big uh, parts of this thing. The Toys for Tots for the Marine Corps has been going on for 35 years. Now, sorry, you've been sitting there and correcting me, and, I, and I, I appreciate it, because when I make a mistake, I want to be corrected. And we got it all straight about the concert. So tell us about Abate and what's going on with the motorcycle, because a bunch of the guys are already here across the street, got all the big hogs out there. How many, on Sunday at noon, how many uh, motorcycles do you expect? And explain your per- participation, which has been a big part of this Tony Luke's annual event. Well, first of all, Abate is the alliance of bikers aimed toward education. Mm-hmm. We rather educate than legislate. We're a nonprofit political organization that fights for motorcyclist rights. The Delaware Valley chapter um, in this area has been known for the Toys for Tots run to Children's Hospital. For 30 years, we rode to Children's Hospital with tens of thousands of motorcycles, shut the city down for hours. We got so large, the hospital said, we just can't handle you no more. So we teamed up with the Marine Corps five years ago, and Toys for Tots program we're trying to build it back up now because now that you're not going to the hospital, people thought, oh, what, what's the use? Well, the reason here is the underprivileged children Absolutely. in this city 
and the Marine Corps Toys for Tots program goes directly to those children. No one in any other state is getting anything from it. Although so, Toys for Tots is national in other cities, the yes, same thing is occurring. But the Philadelphia right. chapter that we deal with, correct? when you come to, on Sunday, motorcycle, car, limousine, plane, however you get here, moped, Vespa. So I can take my 175 cc's of my beautiful green scooter and be a part of this and not be uh, shunned or frowned upon because I don't have a big hog? Well, they'll, Absolutely. Laugh, they'll laugh at you when you leave. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, anything to put a smile on a kid's face. Oh, absolutely. Hey, I, that's what I said. That's what I said last show. It's my favorite, my favorite charity because that's what it's all about, man. If you can put a smile on a kid's face on Christmas morning when they have nothing. Yeah, absolutely. There's no and that's why we love being give, a man. part of this there's every no year. There's no greater gift you can give. And we love doing these kinds of events so we can promote this stuff. And here we are. You know, we're not even Halloween, and we're already talking about Christmas because people need to start thinking about what's going to happen. It's going to go by like this. Before you know it, it's Thanksgiving, and then it's Christmas, and people are out, and kids are are disadvantaged, and they're going to wake up Christmas morning with nothing. I hate myself because I get cheesy about it this time of year when, when they do these kind of things because I love it so much. It makes me feel so good to be able to give a toy to a kid. And uh, the sad part is we're not getting enough toys. No. There's yeah. that many yep. families in need, and the Marine Corps, is, they're begging you, please, bring a toy. You know, 5 $10, go pick up something. A bait? We decided when Electric Factory jumped in here and, to help us out with a, a location to go to, once we didn't have Children's Hospital, we had nowhere to go. We are being bounced around the city. I came up with the idea of, let's have a free concert. That way, you don't have to ride. Come into the city, park your car, come to the electric factory, bring that toy. The toy is the key. Yep. The toy is your ticket. You get in for free, you bring That's a right. toy, then you go get to see a great show at the electric factory. And the band Live at the Fillmore is a definitive Allman Brothers band. They just played the Capitol Theater in Macon, Georgia, home of the Allman Brothers. And, they, and everybody loved them. This is a great band to come and see. So, you know, it's, it's not for nothing. You're going to get a, you bring a toy, you make a kid happy. In the end, you, if you love the Allman Brothers, you're going to love that. And today, God rest his soul, but Dwayne Allman passed away in 1971 in a motorcycle accident. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it, it's just motorcycling. You, you bring out the best in people. The bikers are good people. And so how many bikers, now, now that you can't, and you haven't been doing the, the, to the Children's Hospital because of the number of bikes, how many bikers will show up at noon on, uh, on Sunday at, down there at Columbus and Spring Garden? We're, we're anticipating 10,000. Wow. We're, we're anticipating that. We, we've had... Why can't the mayor shut... They shut down the city for the Pope, and listen, that was a big deal. You can't shut it down for one Sunday morning to go do the thing back at, to bring it back to the Children's Hospital? With, with all due respect to the city, they got a lot on their plate. You know there's a walk that morning. You know they closed the bridge, the, walk, the Ben Franklin Bridge that morning. There's a brain tumor walk. Oh, okay. There's, all right, there's a lot of other stuff that goes on in the city, and, and, you know, they do bend over backwards to help us. No, We're I'm not saying that. I was joking about shutting the city down, but we we'll don't want to have roots. We'll shut the city down. Okay. Like <laughs> no, 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 I have a question, though. Very important question. Tony has... A scooter. I already mentioned that. He said it's, anybody's welcome, even my 175cc beautiful green scooter. We're not going to race through the city. So, yes, you, you know, we're, we're going to do about five miles an hour. We're going up Spring Garden Street. So he should be able to keep up then. <laughs> Tony, Tony races and cranks, man. Tony, I get to 65 on that thing. Tony hey. races it all the time. He doesn't win a lot, but he races it all the time. We, we put you in the front. You I'll can get pace it for us. I'll be the pace car. <laughs> Damn right. I'll be the pace scooter. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a great thing, man. Like I said, I'll, you, be, I'll be, I'll definitely be you there. You get the show up. You're getting 
you're getting a, a fantastic free concert, and you get to give something I'll in return. bring toys, too. Man, We're not like, going to go in there and just show up and expect to I come like in that. for the nothing. I like that. The pace scooter. The, the, pace the scooter, best yeah. part about Sunday now is the Eagles got to buy. Exactly. Yep. So, so nobody's sitting day. at home waiting for the game. You got exactly. no excuse. Perfect day. Come no on excuse. down to Philadelphia. I think you need a T-shirt right up front so that you can wear that says pace scooter. <laughs> can we get one of those made? Well, I'll wear it a bait shirt. I'll wear one of the shirts. You give me one of those beautiful black shirts. We'll make sure I'll wear we'll it. I'll be shirt. in the front, and I'll put a little sticker on that says, Official Pace Scooter. Speaking of shirts, how about the shirts Tony Lukes has given out? Yes, Making you bring a, a toy. Nicky's got a great shirt. It's got our logo on it with yeah. Tony Lukes. The Marine Corps Toys for Dots is on it. No, Nicky Luke and Tony Luke in this organ. I mean, these people do great. Anything for Let's charity. Don't forget Papa Luke. Don't forget the, yep. Mr. Luke, the original you, Mr. Tony Luke You don't even Luke have to senior. ask them. They jump in. Oh yeah, yes. they're, they're asking you. Can we be a part of it? That's no, what makes them so great. That's why I love. The, that's why I love the whole uh, Luke family, Lucidano family. Of course, if you're Lucidonio, exactly. But the Tony Luke and of course Nikki and the dad, and Tony Luke Senior, and the whole family. That, you know, this is an iconic place here. I mean, everybody that comes into the city from all over the country knows Tony Luke's. It's right here on Argon Avenue, so people know this place nationally and obviously locally. This is one of the iconic locations, and the fact that these people give back. You know, they have a great business here, and now they're all over the place. Tony Luke's expanding. But the fact is, everybody knows this, and everybody knows what these people do. And the Marine Corps appreciate it. And I know you guys do, too. So how many? How big is your bike now? You got the biggest bike? You got a sidecar on, on that thing or not? No, I could take a sidecar, but I don't have one. I'm, I'm riding currently a 2014 uh, Limited, Ultra Limited. Beautiful. So it's, it's the top of the line, Harley-Davidson. But we're not a Harley-Davidson group here. A bait. Is for all motorcyclists. So you got Indians in there. What else you got? Oh, yeah, Hondas, Yamahas, Kawasaki's. Whatever so we can you have ride. crotch rockets, as we call them. They're allowed in the thing too. As long as they stay two wheels on the road. Exactly. <laughs> two wheels on the road. You're good. <laughs> so the guys will like to lift those things up and just ride yeah, on, no, the, on no the wheelies. Wheel. Wheel. Stay home. No wheelies. Stay home. How about if I could? I, if I do a special trick where I run on my front wheel and lift the back up? Now that's something that's never been done before. That's an endo. An endo, yeah. yeah it's an endo. Yeah, that happens when you hit the no door. endos. I've seen that many times just before it crashes. When you hit the front brake instead of hitting the yeah, back brake, and then thing. you do that one of those. Uh, there are well. some people here that are asking: Are there any kind of like recommend like uh, toys you recommend that are that are good to donate? Anything preferably, you know, like age group? Because people were saying like, you know, do you prefer? You know, is it like a, like smaller toys or is it larger toys? Because you know, somebody wants to bring like a whole. You know, like a, like the, those kitchen sets and things like that. Was that something might be a little too much? So yeah, but, is there an age group? For example, is it is it no. infants it is to teenagers? That in, that's that's a great question. It really is. It's a great question yeah. because people say, "I want to bring a toy." So obviously, it's boys and girls. We know that. Question is, what's the age group of the toys for there, the children? There's no age group. There's there's children in every household. You're a child right. up until eighteen. I mean, okay. you know, everybody has to have that. Christmas. Although, if you're gonna bring, I mean. Children become aware of not having a gift right around age three-ish. Not anymore. They know now, like when they're born. No, like the when they're younger. Exactly. When, yeah, they're when they younger. don't get the iPad at age three, they know something's up. What the hell, ma? But one thing: don't do not bring iPhones and things because no. you know that's not really something batteries, that we. Batteries, batteries are always are welcome. Yeah. Batteries. Not, not, no okay, iPads. No, uh, no uh, iMacs. You know, none of those things because those aren't really. I mean, all, no, every kid wants one. You know, as much as we'd like, you know, I grew up in an era where I had a toy gun. You know, today's politically correctness, no guns, please. Okay, now, we're seeing, like, people I, brought hockey, little hockey sets with a little stick and a puck and a ball. You know, anything. Because kids, a lot of kids don't get anything. So when they see something, 
it's really special for them. And that's the thing, because you know, a lot of kids with you know, well-to-do families, the kids are spoiled, they get oh more. Oh, my they, goodness. You know, I remember crazy. when I was a kid, if I got one present, I was happy. Then when my kids grew up, they expected like 20 presents, because that's what you do. You go out, you buy your kids so many things because you want them to open a m- bunch of presents, right? And then there are kids who don't get one present, and that's what's really, really sad. Well, whatever you can fit on your bike or in your trunk or on your roof, you bring it on down, and I'm sure the Marine Corps would love to take it, and they'll decide whether it's appropriate or not to, and they'll find out who it should go to. Yeah, and they'll find out, yeah, exactly, who, who to get that gift to. Exactly. At, at Children's Hospital, they said no stuffed animals. You know, stuffed animals carry germs. So we understood that, but people always brought them anyway. So, you're, you know, really, if somebody's really concerned on what to bring, just walk into a Target or a Walmart or any toy store. Mm-hmm. Grab something off the shelf. There's a kid out there that's going to like it. Absolutely. Exactly. Yep. And the thing about it, and make sure it's a new unwrapped toy. So don't uh, wrap the present. And the, and the purpose of that is so we see what it is and we can sort it. Correct. Yes. It's very difficult to sort a wrapped gift. Beautiful. And your name, sir, again? I am I- Mark Schultz. From the Delaware Valley chapter of Abate. Well, thank you, Mark. You guys do a great job, and I really, really appreciate you guys being out here. You got to start the hogs. They're across the street, though. I want to hear some motorcycle rumblings on the uh, on the show before we leave. Can you do that? Now, how many guys? How many guys you got over there? I see a bunch of bikes. I think there's five or six of us here. Can we bring them up on, on the bikes. sidewalk? And uh, I, I, my mic cable won't reach all the way over there, but I want to hear the sound. We can of see the... what we can do there. Yeah, I, like sure, I'm sure, I guess you rev it up a little bit for us, Tony. Yeah, before we're done at two o'clock, Absolutely. I want people to hear the power. Of the, of the great abate group and all the great people who come out every year to support the Toys for Tots and the Children's Hospital here in Philadelphia. I'm, I'm liking that Hummer we got out here from the Marine Corps. Yeah, I'd, I'd love a Hummer and, right now. And I have to tell you, <laughs> on, you know, we all love that. And, and, at the, and the bottom line is we have the Hummer Club that will lead the parade and carry those toys that people bring down the Delaware Avenue that can't ride in it or go to the... Right. The electric factory, so we'll load up a bunch of Hummers. Now, that's, 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 a, that's a legit Marine Corps Hummer right there, right? I also tweeted out just, uh, and I said this to Tony, I did tweet out the link for the Philadelphia chapter of Toys for Tots. So I got and that And Abate, out. too. Yes. And the website I, I, for Abate is? DelawareValleyAbate.com. Yeah, I already have that out there. I have that there. I'm, I CC'd you on it, uh, Tony. We'll get it out there for everyone. Beautiful. Okay. Wait, Robin's got some, uh, the, the 12-hour of Harley-Davidson uh, sound effect. Yes. Uh, did you know that now, they you, even can, had that? Can you tell what bike that is? Yeah, that's a Dyna Wide Glide, and it's on a Dyna. How about that? That's great Dyna oh, knowledge great right Dino there. Knowledge. This is 12 hours. If you wanted to just listen to this for yeah, 12 hours, it's on YouTube. There's a YouTube channel <laughs> that if you wanted to listen to that for 12 hours, you just log into YouTube, look up 12 hours of a Harley-Davidson sound. He's in third gear now. And leave it on. <laughs> you close your eyes, you'd be cruising anywhere right now. Yeah. Where are we going? I don't know, in 12 hours, you better be at least 150 <laughs> miles. Exactly. You better be like 300 miles from here. <laughs> Am I on the front or the back? <laughs> who's, who's driving? Who's here? driving? The sidecar Sally over here. I'm in the sidecar. <laughs> right. Yes, uh, good stuff. Okay. Well, thanks again, man. They're fading. Thank they're, they're you, guys. They're going around yeah. the corner and Thank now. you for doing this, man. Really. They're off in the distance. 20, Beautiful. My 24th year out of 35. Wow. So let me give you a roaring round of applause. That's great. See, bikers are people, too. I love bike. I'm a biker. I, I don't have one of those 50cc ones you go on vacation in the Bahamas and you rent one. I went 175, all exactly. right? Exactly. 50ccs you are toys. You have to have a motorcycle license you for do. what you 50ccs, you go rent them in Bermuda, you know, and they're toys. I said, if I'm going to get a scooter because I live in the city and it's easier to park. I got to zip around. I got to get power. I got to get power when I'm blowing through that red light and the PPA people are trying to catch me and they're not going to catch me on 175 cc. Suck on it, suckers. Get out of here. Exactly. 
I've never, I've never ridden a scooter, never ridden a motorcycle. Well, we got oh, it's so I, much I've fun. never been on one. You got to no. take you for a ride, man. No, I've never. Yeah, I've never been on. It's okay. You know what? I'll take you for a ride. You can ride bitch with me. I'll ride bitch. (laughs) I will gladly ride bitch with you. Absolutely, it's no problem. You know what I love? Our great Marines are here, and they're like looking at you, like giving you weird looks. Like, you guys talking like that? What's up with you? What do you mean? They're not happy with the conversation here, even though we're talking great about the Marine Corps. Some of the stuff you guys are saying is not really. What do you mean, you guys? You're the ringleader. I'm not talking about stuff about mo- I'm talking about scooters and motorcycles. I didn't say anything bad about motorcycles. I just said I never rode one. You never even like rode, rented one, like when you went on vacation. What don't you understand? I never rode a motorcycle before. I've never driven a motorcycle. How about a scooter, like on, no, va- on vacation. No, I just said this. All right. No. Weren't you listening? You not one, not even like for a block. Not even for a second. Not even to see how it feels, Tone. Nothing, okay? I've never been on two damn wheels and moved forward with it, okay? Wow, man. You lived a sh- I thought I lived a sheltered life. No, I just, I've just never had the opportunity to do so. Well, you'll get an opportunity. I'll let you ride the scooter, but I'm going to bring you out in the parking lot first. Oh, you got to get a training wheel around. Take you down like to the stadium lot and the Jetro lot down okay, there. Okay, yeah. And let you ride around. Set the cones up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway. We got uh, a lot of people are chiming in, listening to us live on Mixler.com, yes. too. And on the podcast, Many people are listening um, via the stream on Mixler from work. And they're all checking in, saying they're loving the show. Uh, let's see. Brian Fioretti. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, where where's the other one? Whoops, well, sorry. there's a whole bunch of them, but are they I, ripping Rob Luigi Morello the... is streaming the podcast at work. He says it's beautiful. We love doing this event. This is one of our favorite events. We're looking forward to it every year. And last year, it was really, really cold. If I remember correctly, it was a cold, cold day, and we had to bring the curtains down. But today is absolutely gorgeous. I got the short sleeves on. Although I got I'm my seeing some clouds. There's some clouds, but it, yesterday was miserable. It was. It was rainy. It was damp. It was cold. And today is absolutely a gorgeous, gorgeous day. When you consider we're in that time of the year now, you know, where one day could be 65 and the next day could be 35. So it's fall. And we turn the clocks. I'll tell you one thing, though. It's going to be tough for me this weekend when we turn the clocks and lose that hour. No, we gain I, an hour. Yeah, we gain can an hour, but it gets dark early. Yes. Oh, we, yeah, that's, that's I, right. I'm yep. sure that there's a petition out there already. We really need to get this going. We need to abolish daylight savings time. I agree. Are it you just g- needs to go away. Robin, are you going to get those uh, the special uh, the lights? The lights, yes. yeah. Tony I need them needs too. them. I need them, too. He, I mean, I'm not even saying this just for myself, even though I don't like it. But being around somebody who has SAD, which is uh, I have seasonal. Sad. I do. I do have seasonal SAD. Seasonal something disorder. Season, what it's is about it the lack of light. Yes. And Tony, I, I mean, it's miserable being around him during this part of the year. Well, that's pretty much an everyday occurrence. <laughs> but, for everybody. But when it gets dark early, I get into this fog. Oh, yep. You and I both, Tony. It's and awful. it's not just us. I mean, it's a pretty big deal. Because I lived in L.A. for 11 years. I grew up here, and I was in L.A. But it still gets dark there early, too. It's not like it's light there until 9 o'clock at night. Right. But when it gets dark and it's nice out, you can go out. But when it gets dark and cold and you're sitting at home and at 4.30 in the afternoon it starts getting dark, a lot of people go into a depressed state. It just sucks the life out of you. And they make these lights that you put on so that you can feel better, right? The sad lights. It's an actual disease. I, think, I, th- I know you suffer from it. I'm pretty no sure doubt I about do. It. I'm going to go. That's why I'm glad the Sunday morning when I wake up for the first day with the extra hour, right? I'll be out there on my scooter, and I'll feel better about myself. That's a good job out of you, Tom. And if Temple beats Notre Dame, I'll really feel, feel better really about myself. You feel really damn good about Then yourself. I'll actually stay awake and get the extra hour in when everybody's changing their clocks, and we get an extra hour, right? right? 2 o'clock becomes 3 o'clock, right? right? 
No, 2 o'clock becomes 1, one o'clock. Because we fall back. Correct. So at 2 o'clock, it becomes 1 o'clock again. So then we can stay up an extra hour before going to sleep. And then and I can still get enough sleep to go out and be down there at uh, Columbus Boulevard and Spring Garden for the big, uh, the big uh, bait run to the electric factory. Everybody got that? You got it down? All right, good. You what got to be there? Should we, uh, should we play the Theismann interview? Let these people know what's going on? Yeah, let's, last night we had Joe Theismann on, who's one of my great friends. And I don't just say this because, I mean, I, I, I've interviewed a million athletes. A lot of them I've known and I know. Joe and Charles Barkley, guys like that are really, really true friends. Those are the guys who check in with you every once in a while. You know, if you leave a job, they see how you're doing. Oh, when I, call, when I called him to, to, to come on the show, he talked about you like, God, like you hang out every day. And we don't. We don't. We, no. don't. We, we see each other maybe once a year, twice a year, depending on it. But Joe, if anything happens, he's always texting me. Hey, how you doing? I saw you left your job. Everything okay? So last night we had him on. We talked about NFL stuff. And then we got into the big matter, the heart of the matter, which is Temple, Notre Dame. I believe Joe Theismann played uh, out there in South Bend, Indiana a couple of years ago. He slung the rock. Yeah. Before the next show starts, let's enjoy an intermission. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. It's the flashback sale at Mattress Firm. Right now, get up to $400 off throwback deals on beds. Plus, we're celebrating the year we were founded with a special price from 1986. A Sleepy's Queen mattress for just $169. Talk about a totally bodacious deal. But hurry in, these awesome blasts from the past savings won't last forever. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Out of participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale.